welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we meet the Blue Bombers' second-round pick, Retta Cramdy, defensive back out of Montreal. And we will also talk to a local coaching legend, Randy Cassano, longtime basketball coach at Oak Park High School, has received the call to the Manitoba Basketball Hall of Fame. We'll talk to him about that honor and why he loves to coach on the podcast. So this week was the Canadian Football League draft and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. We heard from Kyle Walters earlier in the week gushing about the picks, including tonight's guest, Retta Cramdy, who's picked in the second round by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers from the University of Montreal. And he joins us now on the show. Uh, Thanks for coming on tonight. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. So when you found out that you were picked by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, what was your reaction? To be honest with you, uh, I didn't expect to be picked in the second. I thought it would be early early in the third. So, uh, as people know, they only have uh, the first two rounds on TSN. So, as the pick 14, 15 came through, I decided to go to my room, take my laptop, and set up everything in the living room just to to see it happen on the tracker with my whole family. And as I sat down on the on the couch, I got I lift my head to just my head to just watch the TV. And I see myself on the TV, pick 16 for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and I just like kind of froze, and my brother started screaming and stuff like that. It was crazy. And then I had a call from Coach O'Shea. We had a good talk. And so we have a curfew here in Montreal at 9.30. So I got drafted around like 9.10. A couple of my friends in the neighborhood, they came through uh, in front of my house. Just a good moment to live with my family and my friends. I'm, I'm really thankful for I'm really thankful, man. So what did you talk about with Coach O'Shea? Uh, for the first, like I would say, two minutes is just me being like kind of, kind of going crazy and thanking him and just, just speaking with emotion. And uh, he just told me like, like uh, he said, he think I will be a good fit with my, uh, with the culture down there. And uh, and yeah, he loved the interview we had, and he of of course he loved it. he loved the tape, but it was more of my character and my personality that that really impressed him. So are you a big follower of the CFL then? Kind of, kind of. Um, I, I watched a couple of the, the two last year since uh, a, couple of, a couple of my friends got drafted and played in the CFL, so I, I kind of watched it. And what do you know about the Blue Bombers? I know it's cold, <laughs> and I know they won last year. But, uh, yeah, I don't know much, but I'll do my research, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be a Blue Bomber. I'm, I know... From what I heard, one of my teammate Kerf, he played uh, for the for the Blue for, mm-hmm. for Blue Bombers uh, last in 2019, and he told me all he told me was positive and good stuff. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah, Kerf Alexume, who was a special team standout on the team, and that's what uh, from what we heard from Kyle Walters expects you to potentially be a special team standout as well. How would you describe yourself as a football player? Uh, I w- I would tell you I'm a I play with passion, and I'm just. I'm fearless, and I'm like, like I like to, I take pride. I'm, I'm whatever y'all need me to do, I will. So, I'll, I'll, that's that's. I'm a competitor, and I love the game. I'm passionate about it. That's all I think about, and that's all I do. So, you're a defensive back. Is there a specific position that you're focused on, or can you really play anywhere in the defensive backfield? Uh, to be honest, I played pretty much every position in the to, to my, throughout my career. But I think I'll, I'll probably. Uh, compete to play safety to be honest and why do you love playing defense 
I think I first started like when I started football. I started kind of late at, at 16, and they uh, they just put they just put me at defense, and uh, I didn't know much about football. I just I learned and I I tried to to be better. And my second year, I played uh, both offense and defense, but I really I rather I rather hit people than get hit. So that's that's how I put it. And how would you describe how you've developed as a player from when you arrived at the University of Montreal to where you are now? I think it will be my understanding of the of the game of football. I had the chance to Danny Danny Machocha was our DC. He's now the GM at Alouette, and uh, he won the Great Cup and he was an OC in the CFL. So I had the chance to really have good 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 football talk with him, and uh, I learned a lot from him. And I'm thankful to to have him in my. Uh, in my corner for my years at UDM. And I will say what it's my understanding of the game. How was the preparation for this draft for you? Because it was obviously very different for uh, really everyone involved just because of the pandemic and the fact that there was no U-sports season last year. Yes, I would say I I had really ups and downs of emotion to uh, when COVID hit. We 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 uh, we learned that all the se- all the conference canceled their season, except for the LSQ, the, the the Quebec conference. They decided to take more time to look at it, and uh, I received some calls to play down south. Uh, ended up having a scholarship during the summer to Youngstown State uh, FCS uh, football team, and uh, they happened to, just before I leave to to, to play uh, to Hawaii to to join the team. They happened to cancel their season, so that was that was kind of rough. So after that, I focused on myself. I focused myself on being positive, and maybe we might have a season here in Quebec. And that didn't happen, so it's kind of tough. So I put all my energy, and I try to be to stay positive to the combine and just to do what I can. And I like we we find ways, you know. We just we happen to to have friends around. We happen to have good people around me. The only thing I have I had uh, access to a gym, but the thing that was tough was running. And we, we couldn't run outside because it was uh, was snowing, and we couldn't really run inside because of COVID. But we, you know, we don't, we don't, we find solution. We just we're not trying to just complain and stay negative. So I'm just thankful for the whole thing. It will it will only make me stronger. So what was your solution to run then? <laughs> Might sound stupid, but we still ran outside, sir. How cold was it? It was pretty cold. Pretty cold. We we pretty cold. It's good memories, good memories. I mean, you're talking to a Winnipegger here, so I mean, I'm probably not going to be too, uh, you know, crazed that you ran in the cold. I see people running here all the time in the winter, so you're going to fit right in here, man. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'll, 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 I'll give you yeah, everything I have. Well, especially if the season, you know, goes into December and the Great Cup's in December, then potentially, yeah, you'll be playing some cold games. So what's your expectation for uh, this year and, and this team? Have you been told yet about training camp, or is it because of the pandemic you're kind of just sitting and waiting? I'm sitting and waiting, but we have a date, and we have a date for the season. So basically, I just I will go I will go in as a, as a rookie. I will try to earn the respect of my teammates, the respect of my coach. I will... I'll fight to have a spot on the 53-man roster. I'll do everything I, I'm asked to do on special team. And if I can compete for a spot on defense, I will. But I, I know that the, the first uh, I know the first thing I want to do is earn the respect of my team and my teammates and play on teams. And in the meantime, 
as you wait to, to come here, I guess you just train, right? Yes, sir. So I have access to a gym and uh, I run outside and uh, I, I do drills with my DB coach. So I train hard and I'm, I'm ready to play football, sir. I can't wait. I bet. I mean, it's you probably haven't gone this long without playing since you started playing football. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but it's the same thing for everything, for everyone in Canada. So, just we we try to find solution and not complain and stay positive and just look ahead. Absolutely, yes. We can't wait for the season to start and for you and everyone to come here uh, to have a season because we didn't have one last year. Everyone misses football so much, so we look forward to the day when we can finally do that again. Reda, thanks for your time tonight. Congratulations again on being drafted into the CFL. Thanks a lot. Means means a lot. Thanks for first time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. As Reddit Kramdeed's second round pick of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, defensive back Kyle Walters, just to remind you what he said about Kramdeed. High praise for him. Uh, really liked his his love of the game, really. That's what stood out to, to Kyle Walters. Quote, he was one of our favorite players in the draft. He just loves football. He was a team captain in his third year, which is a very, very strong program, the University of Montreal. His special teams film was probably the best of everybody we watched, and generally the way they play special teams is an indication of how much they love the game. And it sounded like from what Reddit just told us, he very much loves the game, and I think he sounds like someone that could absolutely make a difference for the team coming up this fall. Yesterday, we told you about this year's inductees into the Manitoba Basketball Hall of Fame. Today, we got to talk to one of them. Randy Cassano has been a mainstay in the Manitoba basketball community for decades. He coached at Oak Park High School for 34 years, where his Raider teams won 11 conference titles, three quad-A provincial championships, and developed over 25 players who went on to play at the next level. Now he's a high-performance coach with Basketball Manitoba. I caught up with Randy this afternoon, and I started by asking him about getting the call to the hall. Uh, Very flattered, very honored. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm really, uh, really happy. I, I imagine this isn't why you got into coaching all those years ago. Why? What was it initially that drew you into basketball in the first place? I just, uh, yeah, I had really good coaches when I was young. Uh, I was very fortunate, had wonderful people introduce me to the game and treated me very well, and I just fell in love with it. When was the first game you actually coached? Um, I think it was that when I was in university, I uh, ended up, taking over the uh, University of Manitoba junior men's program out there when I was a student still and uh, started coaching then. So it was uh, a pretty quick start and after playing. Was it a easy right away or was it, oh my gosh, this is this is tougher than I imagined? It, it was actually fairly easy because I, I had uh, assisted uh, a guy named Jaime Fox for a year and I, I learned a lot from him by just watching him and I was able to transition over. I don't think I was very good, but... Uh, I was I was okay, <laughs> and you knew right away this is something you wanted to keep doing. I think so. I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, uh, it being in that role. And uh, and then when I got interviewed for a, a possible teaching job, uh, that coaching that coaching part came up, and I think was a big part of why I why I got hired. So yeah. And how old were you when you got the coaching or the teaching gig? Yeah, I started. I started teaching out in uh, the old Assiniboine South School Division at, uh, and it was at a, a fairly new school, Oak Park High School. So that's how I got my start. And you stayed there for uh, how long? Thirty-four years. Yeah, my entire teaching coaching career was spent at Oak Park, all thirty-four years. You never wanted to leave. 
Well, I, I thought about it. There were some, uh, there were some opportunities there, but it was either a lateral move or maybe not even, not, not even laterals, maybe a downward move. So, and I really liked where I was. So I thought, well, why move? So I stayed. (laughs) (laughs) What was that like just seeing kids come in, they graduate, they go on and what kind of pride do you see in, in the development of kids from when they first enter your court to when they graduate? Uh, that's you know that's the biggest uh, enjoyment I think a coach has is watching uh, watching these young people come in and and, uh, and just learning and developing maturing and uh, and and walking out you know three or four years later uh, just a, a different person you know a different person different player so very rewarding. Was there a highlight at all in the thirty four years, or is it impossible to pick one out? Yeah, you know what, it's really hard to pick one out. The highlight is. Like I said before to someone, just all, all the wonderful people that you meet um, and the friendships you develop uh, with your players, your, your, your co-coaches, your, your, um, your opponent's coaches and stuff. Yeah, it's just um, it, it's, it's a wonderful experience. I was really, really lucky. Did you ever stay in touch with people that came through your program after they'd graduated? Yeah, um, quite quite a bit actually. Uh, you know, I've got some really nice notes from former players from kind of all over the place right now. So that that makes me feel great that they're kind of reaching out and saying hi to me and stuff like that after so many years. That's probably the biggest reward of all. I guess it's easier to stay in touch nowadays than it may have been back in the day, right? With the internet. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah, lots of lots of text messages and emails and stuff like that. So yeah, it's great. So uh, you're still involved in basketball now. Yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to get hired by Basketball Manitoba to work uh, on a part-time basis with uh, the high-performance program there, and uh, I've really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really kept me involved and uh, kept me motivated, so yeah, I'm very lucky. So when you graduated from teaching about a decade ago, did you like quit basketball cold turkey, or have you still been involved in one way or another? No, again, I was very lucky. I, uh, I had retired from uh, high school, and then uh, I was really lucky. Kirby Shep at the University of Manitoba uh, asked me to come and help out there. So that was, uh, was a really good transition for me, going from you know full-time teaching to retirement and then having, uh, having to go out to the university and coach. It was, uh, it, it was really good for me. First, I'm, very, I'm very grateful to Kirby for that. Yeah. Uh, what's your relationship like with him? He's been a, a mainstay now in the Manitoba basketball community for a while. Oh, it's it's a really good relationship. I got I have so much respect for him. You know, he's he's quite a bit younger, but I'm telling you, he's 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 one of the big guys here in this province now, and throughout this this country. He's Kirby is is such a good coach, and his passion for the game is really unmatched almost anywhere. It's amazing. Let's go all the way back. When did you first just play basketball? Period. Uh, it was in grade eight at Norbury Junior High, which doesn't even exist anymore in Saint Patel. Uh, but it was a big school back then with lots of outstanding teachers and, uh, yeah, started playing there and then moved on to Glenlawn Collegiate. And did you play other sports too? Oh, I played everything. I played, believe it, you know, if you looked at me, I, I don't look like I played in the but I played everything, soccer, baseball, football. I loved hockey, all those sports, played everything I could just love sports. And what was it about basketball that allowed it to rise to the top uh, as far as the sports you played was concerned? You know, that's, that's hard. Somebody else asked me that, and I, I don't know why. I just, I just, as soon as I started playing, I just really, really liked it and gravitated towards it. And uh, by grade nine, I got completely hooked. It, um, it just took over. I still like the other sports, still play them a little bit, but uh, basketball really took my focus then. How tall were you in grade nine? Oh, 
just maybe five feet uh, if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and how tall are you now? Not much taller. Pretty vertically challenged here. So uh, about five five. So you were the point guard then? Yes, yes. It's one of the unique sports where, you know, there can be such a disparity in body type and size, but each player brings such a unique skill set to a floor. Yeah, yeah, it does. yeah. You have to you have to find your role on the team, and uh, if you can do that, you'll you'll fit in. I found though, as I as I moved up the chain, I I became less relevant as a player. So that's that's just a fact of life. And that's why you got into coaching. Yeah, eventually, I just uh, yeah, I was done my playing time, and uh, yeah, and then I was lucky enough to to gravitate into coaching, and it, it was uh, it was a good transition for me. Do you think that because you were a point guard, you saw the court the way you did, that helped you as a coach? I think a little bit. Uh, yeah, being in the point guard, you know, I, I kind of knew everything that was supposed to happen. And I know that's what the coaches wanted from me. And I think uh, as you become a coach, yeah, that it helps you a lot. So let's just uh, finish off on this. The last year, have you still been able to coach with the restrictions that exist in the province? Yeah, we, we started in... Um, I forget when it was. We got the we got the go ahead, you know, when the restrictions were lifted somewhat. So we started up in September, uh, pretty heavy, and then uh, I think it was right at the end of October. I think it was Halloween. Yeah, we got shut down for for quite a period there, and then um, we were able to, and we were off for quite a while and got um, started back up again. Just uh, I think in uh, April, and we've been going pretty heavy since then. And we're fearing another shutdown here. So, yeah. 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 Well, uh, appreciate your time on this, Randy. Uh, congratulations again on the honor. And hopefully uh, it'll all be good to go. And you can have an actual reception for this gala in uh, September. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks so much for your time. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m., of course. That is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell, until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but